From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to episode 186 of the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson. Today I'm talking about addiction. I'm talking about the cycle of addiction. But more specifically, I'm talking about this massive mountain I climbed when I was going through my anxiety recovery. Porn addiction. This was an unconscious pattern I've been implementing every day for decades. And I had to confront this inadequacy that came up, that bubbled up. Because once you start to go through anxiety recovery, you can't help but come into contact with those inadequacies. Because you you look up to these mentors, they, they, they talk about what's necessary to grow and heal and develop, and it's what's hidden in the dark within your unconscious mind that you need to confront to improve the quality of your life. That's what's necessary. What's lurking in the darkness? What's in the closet? of your unconscious mind because you have to change your programming in order to change your internal world, right? Your internal world is made up of many programs and pornography for me was one of those programs. If you are not currently battling a porn addiction, it doesn't matter because this podcast episode will relate to any of the other addictions you're contending. I talk about the pain and pleasure part of the brain that becomes so unbalanced because of these artificial stimuli. And I'll get into more detail later in that episode. But I will also touch upon why it's difficult to break out of this programming and what's necessary to do so. Before I dive in, I want to go over your comments on previous episodes starting with Captain Kev. Really enjoyed this episode. Very nice hearing from the perspective of someone who has recovered. I recently got blood tests done and they came back perfect and I'm just stuck on how I should move on from this information. How to fully accept the fact that I am healthy after months of believing I'm not. Right, so from your comment, I see that You've spent months believing that you're not healthy. So what makes you think that you're going to miraculously come around all of a sudden and think that you are, right? You have to start to change your beliefs within your programming, right? How do you do that? Well, you have to continue to act out a new way of being. Practice, practice, habits that promote health and well-being mindfulness practices meditation exercise um a whole foods low carb low sugar diet i mean captain kev from what i'm seeing here there may be some past highly emotional memories that you need to reframe, 
right? You have this image of yourself as being this unhealthy person, right? So change your habits, but also go back to the old traumatic memories and reframe them so that you can understand what happened, what brought you into those scenarios and and what you learned from those scenarios especially. Remember that anxiety suffers, their foundation is built on sand. You have to build a new solid foundation. How do you build a, sound, a foundation of someone who's healthy? Practice a new lifestyle. Change your lifestyle around to healthy choices. Thomas Smith leaves a comment saying, Great video, Brad. I was wondering what kind of physical exercises are good for dealing with anxiety. I've rediscovered cycling and taken up yoga, and it feels fantastic when I'm in an anxious episode. Well, Thomas, I think you're already answering your own question because the fact that you rediscovered cycling, you took up yoga, and you said here it feels fantastic. So you're already getting the hints that this is working. This this way, this practice is lessening the tension, the anxiety. And Thomas, you know, adopting these habits like meditation and exercise and whole foods, you'll find that you're releasing all of that tension. You're releasing all that built up energy. And amazing work. Just keep doing what you're doing because I feel like now that you discovered cycling and yoga, you're you're going to branch out into other things as well. And also, I want to add that for me to deal with anxiety, add more order to your life. So structure, right? Anxiety disorder is order that's disruptive, disrupted, right? So... Make a list. If you have so much to-dos going on on up in the brain, write that to-do list on paper and it'll relieve all of that uncertainty, right? So how can you lessen the uncertainty? Add more certainty. Great, great question. Thank you. Thanks for your comments. Today, let's talk about addiction and I want to talk about my uphill climb with pornography. Right now, I am more than three and a half years porn free and no masturbation at all. Only when I was reaching out into the unknown, I found those men on YouTube who were on this thing called NoFap, which means no porn, no masturbation. But what do I mean by that, reaching out into the unknown? Well, at the beginning of my anxiety recovery, like I said at the beginning of this episode, you can't help but come into contact with all your inadequacies because you have to. You have to confront the things that you're a slave to. And I couldn't help but confront my porn addiction. If I'm changing all of these other things and overcoming all of these other addictions, porn addiction just comes to the surface, right? Because I I started to understand that if I was doing something every day that I wanted to stop doing, but I couldn't stop doing, then it could be a problem. 
And I was like, well, I'm doing this thing called masturbation and porn, watching porn every day. Well, that, that could be a problem. But when I discovered these men on YouTube who are on this thing called NoFap, something interesting bubbled up to the surface. Well, they made me see something that was a part of my programming I have never seen before because porn and masturbation, it was my normal, right? That was part of who I was. And I saw another way of perceiving this unconscious behavior because they were talking about the benefits of being porn free. And you can't see something within yourself until it's brought up to the light, right? You have to bring it forth and you have to examine it. You have to contend with this thing. So these men brought up this porn addiction from within my unconscious mind. And one way to bring that up is to, well, like I said, finding those people who are living a different way you are living, so who, who have overcame the same habits you are contending with and what and they describing what it's like right they they have to really project the benefits of being free of that thing and also you can say to yourself and really ask yourself what things am I doing daily that I want to stop doing but I can't and trust in your unconscious mind that it'll bring up the answer. The addiction cycle goes something like this. There's pain. Then you use an addictive agent like food, sex, alcohol, drugs, dependent relationships to soothe or distract. Then number three is the temporary anesthesia or distraction. Then four, the consequences. It hurts your health, family, friends, job, Number five, shame and guilt leading to low self-esteem and thus repeating the cycle because once you start to feel the withdrawal of the action or the behavior, you grab the thing that produced the initial high or numbing or distraction and you do it again to numb that pain. I remember when I first started to watch porn and masturbate, the, I felt guilty and ashamed. And so I turned to Google for help. And Google told me that this is perfectly healthy for a young boy to watch porn and to masturbate. Sure, masturbation, you can say it's a normal, healthy thing. But porn, no, it's not a healthy thing. And I'll tell you why. Just because it says normal doesn't mean it's natural. Is it natural to watch porn, to scroll and click on hundreds of videos? Porn is an overly stimulating thing that is new to human evolution. It hijacks the brain's reward system. It produces massive spikes of dopamine 
that afterwards, well, you know, two hours, three hours later, the brain craves it again. And because it's so accessible, we can hop right back on the ride. We live in a time where all these mind-numbing rewards are accessible. And the challenge of working for the reward becomes next to nothing. I understood that I cannot be independent if I'm a slave to this thing, to pornography. I was unable to go two days without experiencing these unbelievable cravings and jumping right back into it like I was some autonomous robot thing. I couldn't believe that I was so automatized by this action. Then I learned about the pain and pleasure seesaw in the brain by Dr. Anna Lemke. This blew my mind. So pain and pleasure is co-located within the brain. And so when we get a spike in dopamine from this stimulating thing, so in my case, porn, what happens is the pleasure side of the seesaw goes up and then the pain side of the seesaw goes down. And then when you stop watching the porn, the pleasure starts to go down, but also the pain starts to go up, which means you start to feel these unbelievable cravings, urges, frustrations, withdrawal symptoms like irritability, restlessness, overly sensitive to sexual cues. And then because the pain goes up, you hop right back onto the ride and you watch porn again. And that and that's what I used to do. I would jump right back on and watch it again. And then I would get my fill and that fill started to become my new normal. So the pleasure being tilted all the way up to the max was my new normal. And anything less than that, I was met with restlessness, irritability, all of those symptoms. Because I couldn't go a day or two without it, I knew that this dragon is going to be a big one to slay. I knew that I was in for a ride. It's important to compare yourself to who you were yesterday and not to who others are today. Because when I started to watch these YouTubers who went years without porn, I thought to myself, well, that's too far of a climb for me. How am I supposed to get to two years when I couldn't go a week without it. And that was daunting, but I started to recognize that this is a battle between me and myself. I'm comparing myself to all these other people. I'm not them. They already fought the the good fight. I'm just starting. I'm the student of this fight. I have to train myself. So remember that Whatever dragon you're contending with, that is your dragon. That is what you're contending with. And you're battling your own self. I used the mentors on YouTube as a tool, a guide, an aim, 
each win I had was changing the circuitry in my brain. The program of porn and masturbation was this giant circuit that has been built up over a decade of its use. So don't expect to win and go a month, two months without the thing right off the get-go. Don't expect that, right? Yes, it's good to set the bar to that height if you if you wish, but if you fail, then you're going to feel like an absolute failure. And then you're going to say to yourself, well, I just, I can't go there, so might as well go back to the substance. No. Remember that those small wins break the circuit slowly because you've been doing this substance for months, years, decades. That circuit is so massive. The dragon is already huge. And to slay something that's already huge, it's going to be a lot more work than if it is a baby. So expect the challenge to be a great challenge, but note the small wins. And each win chips away at this giant circuit. It chips away. So you go two days without the thing. And then you fall back into your old ways for a day. You just went two days. You didn't do that before. You did not do that before. You were doing it every day, probably multiple times a day. Whatever the addiction you're battling is. Well, now you've gone two days. Well, this week, that means you won, right? You got somewhere. You chipped away at something slowly. You're further down the path than you were last week. Remember, it's you against you. Also, the brain starts to come down into a more homeostasis state the more that you go periods of time without the addiction. Remember that seesaw? It starts to come back down. So remember, there is going to be a withdrawal period. So with porn addiction, I noticed that there is this two-week hangover period. I noticed that for two weeks, I would get these strong cravings, urges, bouts of anger, uh, irritability. And by the two weeks, it started to level itself out. And I started to notice a huge shift in my physiology and how I felt. But you have to continue to go through that resistance stage, right? Your body has to adjust to a new way of being. And that's not an easy thing to do. And so you start to see a world without it. And that's the thing. You have to go through that hangover period without the substance to then see a world without that thing. And you'll start to notice, hey, this is actually an amazing thing to be here on this other side. I start, I'm feeling more grounded. I'm feeling like 
the small things around me are more pleasurable. My relationship with my partner, those things are more pleasurable or the food that I'm eating becomes more pleasurable or I'm noticing I'm more mindful or I'm noticing my mood is more stable. And once you get there, there's no going back. Even if you do relapse, when you relapse, the failures become more noticeable. And you'll think, wow, man, it was so much better on the other side. And I relapsed a lot. But those failures are part of the journey. They actually serve as an orientation mechanism. They indicate a place where you do not want to be. Attaching pain to the habit as much as you can will move you further away from that habit. That's why listening to your mentors talk about why life without the thing is better will attach more pleasure to actually changing and pain to not changing. Lastly, just because the addiction you are battling works for other people, it doesn't mean it works for you. What I mean by that is just because people around you say, hey, porn is a good thing or porn works for me. Porn is part of who I am. I could never go without it. Just because it works for them doesn't mean it should work for you. Recognize within yourself if this thing is a problem. And just because it doesn't seem like a problem for somebody else doesn't mean it isn't a problem because suffering and coping could be their normal. They might be too afraid to confront their own slavery over the substance, over the thing or the person. And then they begin to defend it. So, for example... You say you're quitting caffeine because you recognize that it doesn't work for you. But they defend caffeine. They go on and on about caffeine and why it's so good and why it works for them. And that's fine. But I want you to understand that they are probably defending something that they are too afraid to confront within themselves. That's worth thinking about. They may even try to pull you back into the thing. They might even try and convince you to come back into smoking weed or watching porn or eating candy, cakes, whatever the dragon is. Because... They don't want you to rise above this thing because it makes them, it makes their inadequacies come forth even more into the light. And they don't want that thing to come forth into the light because that means they have to acknowledge it. And that's a hard thing to do. Of course it is. So they push it back down. And that's where I'm going to leave you on today's episode. I hope you related to this episode. Please leave your comments below if it has. Remember that I have an anxiety recovery program on my website. 
at unpluganxiety.com. It's downloadable and uh, it puts all of anxiety recovery into the palm of your hands. And it, there's a workbook, there's a journal, recovery journal. Go check that out. Also, I have one on one coaching where we can meet personally via Skype and make a plan of action to overcome anxiety or the addictions you're battling naturally. And lastly, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's Powerful Anxiety Recovery Program is now available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project Program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.